Today's episode is sponsored by Wall Street Oasis. On this show, we talk a lot about the specific skills you'll need to demonstrate as an investment banker. But are you concerned about what your specific chances are at landing an offer? Be sure to check out the WSO Academy, a highly selective 12-week training program that can help you get the job. You'll get one-on-one mock interviews with investment bankers, courses, resume reviews, and an accountability system to keep you on track. Again, this program is highly selective, so spots will open up over time, but check out the link in the show notes and make sure you join the waitlist. You don't have to go it alone when recruiting. WSO Academy can provide the resources you need, so check them out today. All right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. We're just we're just living life here, you know. We're just trying to do the best that we can, take what we're given and make something great out of it. And that's what I'm trying to do here with you today. Learn these investment banking concepts. We're talking about accounting, getting into the more advanced concepts. So a little bit more nitty gritty here. If you feel like you need a refresher, you can always go back into the archive and listen to the dozens of accounting episodes that we've already done. But let's go ahead and talk about today's question. Walk me through what flows into additional paid in capital. Walk me through what flows into additional paid-in capital. Now, remember, a couple episodes ago, we talked about the different components of shareholders' equity. You got your common stock. You got your additional paid-in capital. You got retained earnings. You got treasury stock. You've got other comprehensive accumulated income. And of those, we did a little bit of a deeper dive into retained earnings in the last episode. And now I want to talk about accumulated or not accumulated, rather, additional paid-in capital, or APIC. So the regular paid-in capital we know is when the company forms, creates stock, and voila, the initial investors created equity out of thin air. Now, if you have additional paid-in capital, you're obviously adding something to that, right? So how do we actually calculate this? How do we account for this? Well, here's the formula. Additional paid-in capital the ending balance is equal to your additional paid-in capital initial balance plus stock-based compensation plus the value of exercise stock options. Now I'm going to repeat that. Your additional paid-in capital ending balance is equal to your additional paid-in capital initial balance plus your stock-based compensation plus the value of exercise stock options. So that's the formula. And let's dig into what these things actually mean and what they represent. So the initial balance, that's just what was there before, similar to the equation for calculating retained earnings. Your ending retained earnings is equal to your beginning retained earnings plus your net income minus dividends paid. Now, your additional paid-in capital initial balance is just there as a given. But what about stock-based compensation? Stock-based compensation represents the money that companies pay their employees in newly created shares of company stock. 
So in addition to selling shares of stock to the public or to institutions, companies actually compensate their employees in stock as another form of compensation that isn't just cash. And of course, not every employee at every company gets this. Only some employees get this. But it is kind of a nice thing if you're working for, let's say you're working for a big tech company, they're well known for providing extra compensation in the form of company stock like a Microsoft or a Google. And so these forms of compensation are usually paid in the form of something called restricted stock units or RSUs. And those RSUs vest over time. So you don't just get it right away you get the right to get it later. <laughs> so let's say you're an engineer, you're working for Google out in California, and let's say you get $100,000 of stock options. Well, that's something that is going to be accounted for in Alphabet's or Google's equity statement in their balance sheet, in their paid-in capital. And then the other part of the equation are your option exercises. So the value of exercise stock options. Option exercises are related to stock-based compensation, but they're different. They're different. So while stock-based compensation usually vests over a period of time, stock options allow the owner of the option to purchase stock in the future at a predetermined price. So let's say that you're working for Google, you get some stock options where you can buy the stock at $200 per share. I'm just making these numbers up. And right now the stock is at $100 per share. So you got to wait until um, the stock the stock rises past that price in order for it to be worth anything to you. So let's say after a couple of years, the stock rises and now it's $400 per share. Well, your options contract has an exercise price of $200. So if you buy the stock at $200, you can immediately sell it for $400 and make a profit right away. So once you exercise that option, what has to happen? You're purchasing stock. Well, where does that stock come from? It's coming from the balance sheet. It's coming from the company's equity portion of the balance sheet. So they're creating stock in order to allow people to exercise these options. So that's why it's getting added into the additional paid in capital section of shareholders' equity. So you see how these things connect? You got your additional paid-in capital, initial balance, plus your stock-based compensation, plus the value of exercise stock options, and then all of those things added together gets you your ending balance for additional paid-in capital over that period. So simple equation. I think it's really just a matter of understanding what the components of the equation really mean, and then it becomes simple. So... That's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. And I hope you're having a wonderful day. Hope you're living life to the fullest. And I'll see you next time.